be honest, if right now Rhodey disappeared from the MCU and no one mentioned him again, would you notice? He's fun in his appearances and proved to be vital in Endgame, and yet he still feels like an expendable character after all these years. Well, good thing Tony Stark is dead. Oh wait, no, that, that doesn't sound right. What I mean is that now Tony Stark is in that big iron scrapyard in the sky, someone needs to step up and be the new Iron Man, and Rhodey is literally perfect for that. Today on CBR Saga, we'll be discussing how Rhodes can step up to fill Tony Stark's shoes and the circumstances around it. We'll also talk about how he could be the one to mentor Ironheart in her upcoming show, and if that wasn't enough, just how exactly Armor Wars will give Rhodey the spotlight he deserves. It's going to be a big episode, so let's get into it. I am joined by my co-host and good friend Nick. Nick, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Jacoby, and yes, I, I would notice if uh, War Machine just suddenly went missing. Thank you. You for would. Asking. You would absolutely. He, if he ju he's just gone, you'd be like, "Hey, where's Rhodes?" Yeah. Why? Why is that? Why do you think? Uh, is he a character that stands out to you? Well, he's. Uh, there are very few characters left who have been around since the beginning. And granted, uh, he looked a little different the first time we saw him, but slightly. <laughs> Rhodey has been a character that's been here since the first Iron Man, and he's essentially responsible Tony Stark. That's, you know, that is true. He has played, he played a vital role in the shaping of what the MCU is today, but I'm just saying he just hasn't had the chance to shine as much as he really should have. Do you, do you think that's accurate or not? That's very accurate. And honestly, I, I think that's sort of a good thing because obviously they had to give time and attention to a lot of other characters. But if there's one thing that the MCU does that I really like, it's introducing these characters to us that we sort of think are less important, um, and then giving them their big moments later on. I think Hawkeye is a really good example of that. Whereas in Thor and the first Avengers, everyone was kind of like, okay, this guy, what's the point? And sort of <laughs> towards, <laughs> towards the end of the MCU, or the end, the most recent end of the MCU, Hawkeye really got his moments to shine in his bigger role, to the point where we might have been regretting seeing him in the Avengers and stuff like that. Uh, to now we are glad he was there because it set him on a path that we really like. And I think they could do the same thing with War Machine. That is, that is an interesting comparison. So so War Machine is the new Hawkeye. Mark our words, we're saying it right here. So let's kind of talk about this post-Endgame landscape and how Rhodey can really step up and, you know, kind of take over as, as the new Iron Man, so to speak. Because the way that I see it, uh, they could have a very similar plot line to kind of what they're doing in Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, the government is kind of stepping up and putting forward U.S. agent, I believe, to like be the new Captain America, and that's going to have some problems. And I don't see why they can't do kind of the same thing with, with Rhodey as being the Iron Man, because they've already done it before, right? Because that, that was his role in Iron Man 3 as Iron Patriot. He was kind of the government version of, of Iron Man. Do you think that that sort of storyline can be expanded upon and, and, you know, have a little bit more focus in post-Endgame? Um, yes. What you would have to do <laughs> in the MCU, you'd have to give us more faith in the government that runs the MCU. <laughs> um, and I hope that's what they're doing with, like, U.S. Agent, because the way Falcon and Winter Soldier looks right now is sort of like, okay, they're picking maybe the wrong guy. So what they would have to do, especially if they're establishing things like S.W.O.R.D., you could show us that this new government has maybe learned from their past mistakes to the point where now Rhodey is on board. But actually... I almost think, if you don't mind me flipping things, Jacoby, I think sure. it might be a little more interesting if he sort of does the opposite. I could see Rhodey following the Captain America path, where his whole life was dedicated to 
the army and the government. And, you know, Rhodey was a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. And time and time and again, they let him down. Like, his Iron Patriot armor was was taken over. His, um, it, when he signed the Sokovia Accords, he wound up paying for that. He wound up regretting that. So I could see, almost see sort of a way where Rhodey takes the Steve Rogers path of saying the safest, the safest hands are my own and not being the government's, uh, do- uh, what, what was the line in Iron Man three? Uh, his watchdog, not being yeah. the government's watchdog. I, I like, dog. yeah. Attack dog, watchdog, yes. some type of dog, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. I do. I, I, I don't know if I would like to see that right away though. Cause I understand a lot has happened and, and putting forward Rhodey in this position as just a, another government lackey would do just be kind of rehashing what came before but i kind of saw it as yes he can come to terms that i need to strike out on my own and do this sort of new uh new path and where hey the government isn't doing me any favors here but i thought he needed like a catalyst event for that um and i kind of thought that's where ironheart could come into play because we as we know there is an ironheart show coming and ironheart is going to need some type of mentor, someone who's kind of familiar with Iron Man and the tech. And that's why uh, in the comics, it is Tony Stark, obviously, who mentors her. But now that that's not possible, I think Rhodey is a good substitute for that role because he is very well versed in the the armor and the technology and what Tony Stark st- stood for. And putting him in a mentor role for this young person, young uh, Ironheart persona would be really interesting because maybe he starts out as as this government lackey or watchdog or attack dog or whatever, you know, whatever we decided on, whatever Iron Man 3 said. <laughs> um, and then he kind of realizes that maybe the government is trying to overstep again, just like, okay, I need you to bring Riri Williams into the fold here. She needs to, you know, be part of this government thing. And, and Rhodey's like, I don't think that's that's the best case for here. And that's what kind of causes him to to branch off on his own and kind of become his own persona outside of government. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I actually, I do like that a lot. I don't know much about the character Ironheart. I haven't read comics featuring Ironheart, Um, but I actually do like that a lot. Um, To me, maybe you're right. The seeds of Rhodey not trusting the government have been planted with all those incidents I mentioned, especially if you look at like Iron Man two, what happened when like the government sold out to Justin Hammer and then we didn't know where that went. Um, but yeah, maybe those seeds have been planted and maybe you're right. Maybe armor wars will be the catalyst of, okay, uh, Rhodey, you're the new Iron Man for the government. And then they misuse him again. Uh, maybe involving Riri Williams to the point where Rhodey says, okay, kid, <laughs> rule number one, don't trust the government. Tony never <laughs> did. And I'm off that train as well. Would you prefer, because we know we're getting an Ironheart show um, and an Armor Wars show, if we insert Rhodey as the mentor character to Riri Williams um, and Ironheart itself, do you think Ironheart should come before Armor Wars or after Armor Wars? Do you think he should go through the Armor Wars and then mentor or the other way around? Well, oh, that's that's tough because, you know, on the one hand, you get um, that catalyst event that we've sort of described. On the other hand, if you do it sort of in reverse you get Riri Williams in Armor Wars, uh, like fighting alongside Rhodey. So maybe Ironheart uh, could feature James Rhodes and that catalyst event we're sort of talking about to where he becomes her mentor because he now doesn't trust uh, the government and the people who use him for his power and things like that. And then Armor Wars kicks off when the government, without Rhodey, lets 
the technology fall into the wrong hands, and now it's Rhodey and Riri versus uh, the people who have stolen the technology. I think I do like that a little bit. I think I do like that 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 layout of things a bit more because like Ironheart should be definitely a hundred percent Ironheart show, right? Like it's like oh, it absolutely. should be focused on her and do all that things. And and Rhodey can feature a little bit into that if it's just kind of helps lead into Armor Wars and then turn it into like a two hander between Rhodes and Ironheart, um, dealing with Tony Stark technology. I think that'd be great. I think that 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 kind of plays with this interconnectivity that the TV shows are gonna really be trying in in the upcoming years. And I think that's I think that's a great way to do it. Armor Wars itself is going to be, I think, interesting. That's like this. That's going to be like the make or break Rhodey show, right? Because this is because I think they're doing kind of a dangerous thing um, by not by placing Rhodes front and center because he's been here for so long. And I think he deserves something at this point. But but the plot of Armor Wars of the fact that they're going back to the well of Tony Stark's technology falling into the wrong hands it's like one it's we've seen this almost exact plot play out in iron man 2 um as you mentioned with justin hammer and all that stuff and every villain nowadays seems to be created by some sort of stark tech and tony makes horrible decisions with his who he gives his technology <laughs> to so they're they're going back to that two or three years down the line when we finally get armor wars do you think that is the best storyline for Rhodes? like is, is is this the is this a good story for him well, you say like we've seen in Iron Man 2, we've also seen it in Iron Man 1 and a little bit in Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home, but yeah. Yeah. Um, we've seen it everywhere. And actually Spider-Man Homecoming, so it's definitely a, a rehashed sort of plot line, especially the way Kevin Feige pitched it uh, during that Investor's Day when he was like, what happens when Tony Stark's technology falls into the wrong hands? It's like, <laughs> we, we know, we've, 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 we've seen, seen it, it multiple times. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how they could put a new twist on it. Uh, again, we're getting to the point where the MCU has so many storylines. I wonder if they can actually do new ones. I wonder if they're actually running out because I pitched um, Rhodey following the Captain America track, but at the end of the day, that's a storyline we've also seen before. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily the best storyline, especially since Rhodey, there, there's less of an emotional attachment because, you know, when Tony's tech falls into the wrong hands, it's on Tony. Not only did Tony let it get into the wrong hands, he also created it. So, um, you know, if you're Tony Stark looking at that scenario, you have to sort of be like, well, none of this would have happened if I could have just not invented the thing. Yeah. Whereas with this storyline with Rhodey, it almost seems a little weirder because Rhodey's sort of like, okay, I have no moral attachment to this because I didn't make the thing and now I got to go clean up the mess. Yeah, do you think they could, I don't know, I'm just trying to spitball some ideas for how they do, for creating this emotional attachment to it. I guess one way they can go, it's like, it's he's really trying to honor Tony's legacy, right? It's, it's like fight for what Tony would have believed in, which is kind of a cause we can, we can all get behind. But could it also be maybe something along the lines of Rhodey feels like he's not worthy of this armor anymore because yeah all he does he doesn't know how to build it he doesn't know how to do anything with it he just kind of lets tony stark give him all these upgrades and all this uh you know all these suits and and then that's basically it he's he's just a soldier through and through so what if you have armor wars have Rhodey be the catalyst maybe after he mentors iron hearts a little bit uh, now I'm fr now I'm free you know now I'm free forming here you know stream of consciousness so after he <laughs> mentors Riri Williams and realizes hey she's she's a genius she's going to create her all her armor and she, and I've kind of mentored her a little bit about what Tony Stark would have wanted but we have a new Tony Stark that's it Rhodey decides to hang it up and give away his technology in Armor Wars back to like fully the government or or whatever or the entity or or 
anything like that. He decides to give it away, and then they use it to create whatever sort of evilness happens in Armor Wars. So then that that puts Rhodey in a position to be like, I did start this because I I lost sight of what I wanted to do. I thought I couldn't live up to Tony's legacy or even this new Ironheart, and I gave and I and I gave it away. So now I have to fix it and come to terms with what type of hero I am with and without the suit. Huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. No, yeah, no. You're doing the ha-ha thing where you don't like fully believe in the idea you just pitched, but I, I yeah. actually like it a lot. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I do, because if you give Rhodey that, you, you need to give him some sort of blame, because the best, the best thing for a hero to overcome is a mistake that they made, uh, knowing that they had a hand in, in sort of what went wrong. So I, I like that idea. I also like the idea of Rhodey not feeling worthy. Um, you know, maybe Tony, in the same way that Tony sort of did with Spider-Man and leaving him uh, the Edith glasses, maybe Tony left something for Rhodey saying, hey, uh, someone's going to have to take my place and I choose you. Um, you know, Spider-Man's great, uh, but you're, you're the guy. I pick you. That um, would make and- a ton more sense because, like, Iron Man knew Tony, you know, he had, like, five interactions with him you know mm-hmm. in like in his life and all that stuff and and barely trained him as right. a mentor he's known Rhodey for literally years and he didn't leave him any special glasses or or government <laughs> tech or anything like that come on tony right um so then Rhodey's show um is sort of about him trying to fulfill this thing uh and then he feels down when he meets riri williams and he's like wow you're just a kid and you're already a better Iron Man than I ever could be. So yeah. he sort of hangs it up, not not in like a, a depressing sort of way, but in a way that's like, okay, this is clearly what's meant to be, only to find out that he, maybe like his role was just different um, than Tony Stark thought it was, or than he thought it was, to the point where when Armor Wars kicks off, he does decide, like you said, what sort of hero do I need to be? Because Riri's got the Iron Man, the smart, the genius uh side covered what what is my role in this and maybe it's as in a way a new captain america figure in being the moral center oh I, I do like that a lot because i i think you're absolutely right you touched on that perfectly it's just like because we don't need a same exact carbon copy of iron man Rhodes doesn't need to be that but he can bring his strengths to the table and be this kind of heart be this kind of the soul and and you know heroic figure that we all kind of rally behind it's like yeah that's that's an iron man we can believe in and we want to follow into battle because i think that's true you're i I didn't even think about that really that that the captain america figure is now gone and we need someone to step up to fill that role so while Rhodes might be the new type of iron man he is more of a captain america iron man hybrid and that's and that's great for a character who's gotten not a whole lot of development and got the short end of the stick for the last 10 years absolutely and then think about it if sam wilson does become the new Captain America, then instead of having Tony and Cap, where one is very much uh, morally grounded and centered and the other is sort of a little bit narcissistic and things like that, <laughs> then we actually have two leaders that are sort of like, we believe in what is right, and then maybe the team actually flourishes from there. And I do think that would be good, because what I noticed, um, it seems like in Infinity War, if I'm remembering correctly, that uh, Rhodey and Sam did have sort of like a like a close relationship like when sam disappeared it was Rhodey who was trying to call after him and be like hey where where are you sam you know like all that stuff so i think you kind of can build off that relationship and previously established dynamic to create this new type of um 
dynamic between the two of them that that would be really interesting going forward for the MCU. Yeah, even I agree. though even now, now, but you have to think of long term uh, things for Don Cheadle because Don Cheadle is not a young man. You know, he's in his fifties, <laughs> just like everybody else. Could he continue? Playing, I guess he's in a suit, so it's that's, so it's pretty easy. That's but, the rub, man. Is he could be a hundred, and all he's yeah. got to do is sit there with a camera right in front of his face and pretend he's in a suit. <laughs> I just go like, oh, I've been hit, or oh, I've yeah. I've I've shot all this stuff. So I, okay, I guess that isn't a problem. He could he could really be, uh, he could be in this for for a long time. <laughs> he could, but also you need to think that Rhodey as a character is is getting up there in age, and and he doesn't have like. An arc reactor keeping him alive longer than most probably would. So Rhodey as a character, never mind Don Cheadle, has been, like we said, been around a long time. So I actually think finding a good way to either retire or kill off the character could be a good finale for this Armor Wars. And then Riri Williams as Ironheart sort of takes over that role. And then maybe we get a whole Young Avengers thing going on with with Spider-Man and and Ironheart and Miss Marvel and Cassandra Lang and um, all those people. That would be great because I would like, it's like a legacy thing, right? Because if you have these new Avengers with uh, Spider-Man, who was mentored by Tony Stark, and you have Riri Williams, who was mentored by by War Machine, you just create this this really, you know, this fun thing and, and how to continue this franchise in 10 to 15 years, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, for Armor Wars itself, just something I'm curious about, would you bring back Justin Hammer to be the villain or would you have a new villain? I would have brought Justin Hammer back a long time ago. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know why he hasn't been back. Um, I think he was the best part of Iron Man too, personally. Uh, and I think he's such a he's obnoxious in the best way. Like it makes you hate him, but he's the perfect amount of obnoxious. And he's the type of character who has been around for a while with a lot of anger building up, just sitting in prison based on what. Um, Tony Stark and, and War Machine and Pepper uh, did to him. So he's, he's the type of guy who could have a lot of rage, uh, a lot of motivation for wanting to start this armor war, kick off this armor war, uh, especially since he sort of tried to do it so long ago in Iron Man 2. I think he'd actually be the perfect villain to actually kick it off. I, I agree with that because I think it'd be twofold. It's like one, it's it's it gives the MCU a chance to redo a storyline that they kind of dropped the ball with the first time around. But also it's a good character motivation of just like, OK, I I did the wrong thing of trying to recruit Rip, Whiplash last time. It's like I I, I approach this the wrong way. Um, right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try again. So I think even though some, even though even we said at the beginning, it's like it, it could rehash the story it's already said, it might do it better. And I think that's what the MCU should do at this point. Besides coming up with new original stories, I think the MCU has been around so long that redoing stories that they didn't quite nail the first time around would be great. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Totally. And like I said, you you pitch it as uh, not we're trying this story again that we failed at the first time, but this character who tried to accomplish this goal at one point in time and didn't is now back all these many years later with a new mindset and a new sense of motivation that makes them try again, then it's not like uh, we as a studio screwed up, so we're trying again. It's these characters screwed up, and now they have the reason and the motivation to do it well. Perfect. Yeah, so overall, I started this episode kind of wanting Rhodey to step up in the MCU and be the new Iron Man. And after talking to you, I'm even more convinced. I think we 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 kind of talked about some solid paths for Rhodey and how he can continue the legacy of Iron Man while uh, doing his own thing. Um, so I'm super excited, aren't you? 
I am. I absolutely am. It's, it's going to be a good time. So thank you all so much uh, for watching CBR Saga today. Go ahead and leave comments about your thoughts of, of where Rhodey should go in the MCU and other topics you might want us to cover. So thank you all so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.